What up, girls, gays, and theys? We're back with another new episode of your favorite podcast, The Bussy Next Time. For this episode, we're talking about queer romances and representation within cartoons and anime. So get yourself ready, because here we go. Hey, hey. It seems as though we're back. Hey, hey, hey. Oh my gosh, we're back. We're back. All right, so. Yeah. Um, You know, hey, y'all. First of all, what's up? What's it giving? How you holding up? It's real ghetto outside, you know. Unfortunately. Very. Very ghetto outside. Woo! My goodness. Um... But we're here, okay? We're here. We're queer. We're survivors. You know. We are. Um, I am Ty. Mm-hmm. I am Bria. And you know, this is well. This is the pussy next time. <laughs> What's the name of the show, girl? Right. You know you I just, say it. Said, You're gonna I did, say I it. I just said it. I just said it. You missed it. Every I said time. it. and You missed it. Yeah. No, I, 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 oh, I'm gonna re-listen. Just, I'm gonna, you know. <laughs> Because it's the way I rolled through it, the way I rolled through every time. I'm gonna put that. I want, I, you know, Aaron, we gotta put it on some promotional materials. Oh, wow, bussy, um, for the fun of it, you know, because it tickles my fancy. Um, but yeah, hey, yo, what's up? Um, have you ever? Have you ever loved No. Have you ever seen no. That's like very aligned with what we're talking about today. So I was let me gonna have my say. Moment. Have you ever loved somebody? Okay. You cry. Have you ever. I don't know the words, so let me actually. Which is also a shame because you should know the words. Do you know but... the words, girl? Because you yes. take a moment. Go ahead. Have your moment. No. I was going to say, have you ever seen that nigga hit Pilates? Because it's little Nas <laughs> Again, X-Men. I really just. I haven't. I'm just trying to beat her. All of Scoop. those. Hey. I do like that song a lot. That is. We all do. Actually, quick diversion because I just want to talk. <laughs> About because the album wasn't out the last time that we recorded. I don't know. I don't think I it was. Say, no. <laughs> I just want to say one of me is my favorite song um, on the album. Um, is it? And I don't know. I don't know why it speaks to me so much. I just I really like it. Um, I also very much so enjoy Scoop um, as well as um, aside from the singles, it's that it's Scoop. Um, I like I like the one with Little Miss um, Miley Girl when she's not culturally culturally appropriating. Oh, when she out of her business, right? right? Because if she stays in her country bag, it's a beautiful moment. When she's being white, right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Anyway, um, brief plug for Montero. Do you have a favorite? Um, Lost in the Citadel is one of my favorites. I do like Lost in the Citadel. Um, Void is also one of my favorites. Mm. Um, very emotional songs that you're. They are dead right now. Also, one of my favorites. Dead right now, I love. People are like, it is. I got, I I got dragged because people were like, "Oh, your favorite song is him dragging people together," and I was like, "As it should, yeah." (laughs) That sounds about right. Um, and Uh Tales of Dominica is starting to grow up. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the visuals, but I'm going to check them out after. Chop, finish. Chop, tragic. 
Besides you, get your life together. First of all, I had to let you know that the album was out, so not you trying to come to me. Okay, and what was I doing? Do you know what? You know what? We're not here for today. We're here for the people. We're here for the people. And we're here for the gays. And we're going to talk about the gays, the queers. We're going to talk about love and relationships and all of that. Portrayed in... (laughs) You know... In cartoons and anime, because you know what? Some no. things I hold near and dear to my heart, but mm-hmm. also sometimes you got to let the girls know where they're doing well and also mm-hmm. where they can get it together. And so I... this is that. Um, I know originally... <laughs> You had some thoughts that you I want. Did. I don't know if you want to jump into those thoughts. Oh, yes. Um, But yeah, so maybe perhaps you want it's... to talk about your feelings. Okay, so our co-host, our co-host Bria here um, decided, so, this, so let's also say that this is Bria being in her bag. This cartoon and like an anime review for like, it's a like for representation. It's her, it's her, I, right. It's her being I in really her bag. Somebody hire me. Um, Somebody hire me.com. I'm going to put that on the Baldwin page. <laughs> hire Bria because I know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, um, go ahead. Continue. So yeah, like this was her in her bag because I'm going to be very frank. I am not an anime person. Anime is not, not my lane. No. I'm not that girl. Mm-hmm. And so Bria put together. So some, so some of the stuff we talk about today, like people, like we both have watched, mm-hmm. but these anime shows were specifically Bria's recommendations. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to start off right off the bat because and I was say, "Of your thoughts, you know, right?" And now you got them. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say right off the bat, I okay. did not like the representation. Um, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. uh, Bria had us watch a couple of different things. Right. And I did not finish any of them. Not any, like any of them or just the anime related? The anime, so the Owl House okay. I'm into. I'm into okay. the Owl House. I'm, so I'm going to keep watching that and, and continue to watch that after this. Okay. I mean, after this, we'll talk, but. We'll talk more about the cartoons. Uh, um, but Yuri on Ice, Escape the Affinity and Given did not give it to me. So I'm gonna say the two the two main reasons. First of all, the dichotomy of femininity and masculinity bored me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like there was I, I like a dichotomy of the of the characters, uh, specifically more so to me and Yuri, um, and Yuri on Ice and Given were like the dichotomy of the characters was like oh there's this mask this is feminine what was me help me up I need help I can't figure it out without this now big I've masculine fallen, but man I can't get up. I've fallen but I can't <laughs> get up and then the other is like this like you know this more masculine representing person who comes and sweeps them off their feet and gets helps them figure things mm-hmm. out and like you know supports them and truly loves them for who they are also uh, like not just that a lot of the times it's also like these masculine folks who don't know who they are mm-hmm. or who are kind of like ambiguous about their attraction and i hate that too so that was one mm-hmm. and then two you know i would like i prefer a bit more color <laughs> in my representation uh-huh. well i have a bit more melanin about that all around but i'm, I'm gonna yes say more oh absolutely um, um yeah i mean definitely expected that from you um and i also <clears throat> feel like no like not enough <laughs> Not in a bad no. way. Not like I didn't expect you not to finish them, but you know, you texting me and being like, "Girl, like, oh my god, this is so gay," and like, <laughs> and I'm being like, "Bitch, what the fuck does that mean?" Um, but also, 
but also understanding so like you know as someone who watches many an anime um very plugged in to the anime cinematic universe or whatever the fuck um i know that a lot for a lot of these um these shows these series um on one hand they are it's very it can be very difficult as is most places because the girls don't want to see queers on television but it can be very difficult in um Japanese anime. There's a lot of like sort of vitriol or, or or pushback around the portrayal of queer relationships. And in many cases, especially like older um well, Yuri on Ice isn't that old, but like older portrayals um of some series like Yuri on Ice, where, you know, when it first came out, it was sort of like it was a thing. It was a thing that like things were very clearly um gay represented but at the same time like knowing that these are kind of the only stories that kind of get portrayed where like characters are you know like you said in these sort of dichotomy these like binary portrayals of um characterization the characters are usually fairly like thin um one of them is like you know I don't know it's it's just it it gives a lot um (laughs) as far as like critique and what does it mean to like be able to have more fully realized relationships like portrayed in anime in the in the way that like well okay what I will say as far as like so like shoujo anime is like what is typically sort of like geared as the demographic for young young girls, young women, like teenage girls. And many of that is like romance focused. The main characters are um, women or girls. Um, And it's quite often like heterosexual romance, whatever. Um, And I feel like, you know, that can also already have its own many many a critique. I'm I'm like very passionate about (laughs) shoujo critique in and of itself because some of the things that the girls be doing be problematic. But I feel like a lot of that, all of that to say, I feel like in shoujo and jose and all of like romance anime that even is like geared towards heterosexual relationships, some of those tropes like carry over into what's called boys love or whatever um with with gay characters and it's just like girl like can't nobody get it together can't nobody get this right <laughs> and, and i'm like so like okay so like listening like watching these shows and like again like i don't do damsel on distress characters like i am not a person and i will say this too there is no shame if you are a person who's like oh i really enjoy like the dichotomy of like femininity masculinity i really enjoy what like the dichotomy of like the way that gender can be portrayed between two men and like which one of them is feminine one of them is masculine like like this will work for you i think that these are also like they work for somebody just not for me um and there's no shame in that but i was so over it i was like i can't even finish like i may have got like three episodes in for one of them i was like the first episode i was like for one i was like no like given i got maybe the episode three and was like okay Yuri on Ice, I, I got maybe episode two and was like, uh, but the, uh, the State the Infinity one, I was like, okay, I, I can't, I can't. Um, and there is, like, for me, I'm uncomfortable that, like, there's no nuance in these characters or there's no nuance, um, in the portrayal of these folks, of these gay men, 
um in like in in the show like in the show so i'm like mm-hmm. all i see is a very static basic level like surface level um mm-hmm. interaction where like it's specifically about this one thing that this person can't seem to do without this man coming to swoop in and save him yeah to yeah and i was like yeah no mm-hmm. i don't like it mm-hmm. um and i feel like i was also i was gonna add um because it's still on my mind that like some of the <laughs> Some of the best, some how do how to phrase it? Some of the because <laughs> the best anime me. nerds will come for me, but I, <laughs> some of the best like gay relationships in anime are not canonically gay, and I'm gonna explain what that means because I got into an argument, you know, I you know on the Twitter streets because um i was in agreement with folks talking about how you know if you really see what's up in a lot of shonen shonen being like um the more popular serialized uh manga and anime that's your naruto's your dragon balls your whatever else um many of those series are very much caught up in like the relationship between two male characters and if you see it for what it is, that should be hella gay, like <laughs> majority of the time. And the girls just don't want to call a spade a spade. But I'm just like, if you're watching Naruto, like Fiend and Pine and like this whole dramatic, like, oh, I'm following after you, like I'm sacrificing my life type of gay shit <laughs> that they be doing for like 16 fucking seasons. Um, or like even in something um more more current where i said if you're my hero stan you know um how the the air between bakugo and midoriya is like very homo <laughs> homoerotic and also just like <laughs> they you may know, drag you i i studied writing i know what the fuck is up um and i just feel like you know many of those relationships the girls don't want to see it um and they try to divert to being like oh well naruto ends up with hanada in the end or like whatever and it's just like also a problem with that being is that so oftentimes many of the female characters are written so poorly that the relationships like yes it's not to say that like these male characters can't just like be friends and like have strong like intimate like male relationships but it's also just like at a point if you're a creator even if you do it on accident like you just gotta like call a spade a spade and i feel like that is my kind of like process when i watch um some of these other series where things are not confirmed or they're not canonically stating that this character is gay or like these two characters end up together um because even like in escape the infinity like none of that shit is like specifically or like outright saying that shit is gay but i'm just like them niggas is gay bro like, what you said escape the, you said escape the infinity yeah like I'm okay like, it doesn't but i was also assuming like okay so two i'm like at least three of these characters i'm thinking may like each other like, and i'm not sure if like that's clear two, but it's giving i don't know if you saw as far for like joe and cherry's relationship but i'm just like them niggas is gay bro like i don't know <laughs> who y'all are chilling but they went to high school together they've been obsessed with each other oh, i thought they were they together love. yes it's giving like bickering married couple and i'm just like so are they not together 
Escape the Infinity is one of those series where it's like, you know, the girls don't outright say that shit is gay, but it's like the undertones, girl. Like, it's giving. It's giving homosexual. Like, it's... Right. I don't know. I don't know who you're trying to fool, but it's here. You know? And I say, I feel like in Western, in Western cartoons, like, that's also very prevalent. Um, where there are other some other series um that we can talk about where i feel right. like you know um things are things may not be explicitly you know what i'm gonna throw i'm it's not on the list but i'm gonna throw cora out there too because i'm just like how y'all gonna retroactively make niggas gay after after the fact i feel like so okay right so you know what? Let's get into Let's it. Get into because it. Legend, Legend of Korra blew me in a way that I can't explain. Because everybody was like, "Oh my gosh!" Okay, so it, it, okay, I don't want to spoil anything, but for, Girl, the, for those of you who don't, I'm, out for ten years at this point. I'm sorry, but this, this ain't like everything else we talked about. Spoiler for all this other shit. But if you ain't watched Korra since 2014, that's on you. Like, okay, so Korra is like the, the fall of the Avatar, mm-hmm. Last Airbender, and so basically. My, this is my thing. So at the end of the of the show, of the entire series of the show, mm-hmm. Cora and this girl, what was her name? Miyagi? Uh, not, oh, let me not girl, oh, not, dude, not close. Oh no. Okay. I'm so sorry. It was not <laughs> Asami, my God. Okay, so um Cora and Asami end up go like going into the spirit realm together and like there's mm-hmm. this like the two of them like are like walking into the spirit realm and like people are like, oh my gosh into the gay ass right and some and, and there was an argument that like they like they kissed at the end of this of this they series did not kiss. they stood they did not they kiss I did not I'm, and I'm like I'm like you all like the desperation for, for representation got us thinking that two people standing together and the light and, and lights turn out bright and white I mean we can't like, that's not what happened and, and not just that but I assumed that Cora was like at least somebody's bisexual queer or something she was giving like it. the she second episode that. she was giving and I, I was like, like I feel like even on top of all of that, I like didn't like that they kind of I didn't like the Korra Asami relationship really because I feel like it was an afterthought where like they would like don't it's it's very powerful that like ooh these two girls that like dated this guy both end up dating each other but I feel like it wasn't done in an intentional <laughs> way it was very much like yes last know, minute Korra, Korra was dating Mako and then they broke up. But then, like, he was dating Asami, and then they broke up, and then he was kind of, like, cheating on her. And then <laughs> with Also Cora, a mess. Which also was a all mess. a mess. All and a then, mess. But then, but so when it finally got to the point where, like, everything, like, no, they didn't, like, canonically in the series kiss or, like, any shit like that, but they were very much, like, into each other at the end. I was kind of just like, girl, what? Like It doesn't work. I, it doesn't work. Feel, it doesn't feel good to be an afterthought. And I so, feel like... It was. It could have just been. It, if if they were going to do that anyway, it would have felt so much more intentional. And on top of that, like the fact that they, so there are Avatar mm. and Legend of Korra graphic novels that like follow mm. after what happens after the original Avatar series, and then there's also graphic novels that follow after what took place in the Korra series. And Korra and Asami are like canonical in the graphic novels. Like they're in a relationship. They kiss. Like all of that. But it's also just like the girls couldn't give this. You know, like Nickelodeon couldn't, 
spare some let some, no. some lesbians no. a little bit? No. Like, I just a crumb. Just a crumb of representation. Just a crumb. Just a crumb. <laughs> just a crumb. Just a crumb. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like that's what my beef of, if you watch Voltron, I feel, ooh, girl, Netflix is a, is kind of a little bit of an offender. Um with that oh with this too yeah girl. if you watch I'm, I'm not gonna get into it because i know you didn't watch this but if you watch voltron i really like the series but there was a lot that was happening where like there it felt like queer baiting with like these two male characters that kind of have like this love-hate relationship on the voltron squad and the leader who's like canonically gay like has this very tragic backstory where like his boyfriend gets murdered it like he gets killed and then you know <gasps> he's by himself like is it's going, is going through it the whole series and then at the end at the very end there's just like a very brief like you know how the series is ending and they're just like oh where are we now like there was just this very brief like flash of him getting married to some other random nigga and that was it that was like that was the gay representation for the wow show. So, wow. you know, um, I, I tried to see it for Voltron, but like when it, once it got to like the, the last, the last season, I was just like, girl, what is this? What is it? So, you know, wow, yeah, but we can get more into Western cartoons, you know, we like, okay, because there's some girls where I'm like, they call a spade a spade. And then like the big, <laughs> They're, the it's either like the girls are very gay with it and like net, Netflix, Nickelodeon, Disney, all of the big girls are like, no, shut that down. Absolutely. Right. Not. Right. <laughs> no, no, That's no, 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 no. <laughs> um, or, you know, or it's just very strongly implied and the girls try to play in our face. But, which is, yeah. which, okay, Infinity Train is another Let's one. Let's get into because, it. Because, okay, so Infinity Train had so many forms of identity and queerness, it's like, so, throughout all so, its seasons. It's so good. That I'm like, so I don't. Good. This last season? The headcanon that Lake is trans is just so... It's lit. I'm living. It's lit. I love it. It makes so much sense. It does. It makes a lot of sense. It's great. Um, But, the, like, if, yeah, getting into specifically the last season, spoiler for Infinity Train, Um, I guess... Don't listen. Should we give a description what Infinity Train is? Oh yeah, sure. Um, (laughs) we we really been skirting through all of these, but you know, (laughs) we can we can add the the list of the shows we mentioned, and if you want to check them out, you can. But Infinity Train, um, is a anthological series that basically follows yeah big words that follow um different characters um who are people who basically come across this mythical, magical, mysterious train. And so each season, there's like a new character who becomes like a passenger on this train that's like very, very surreal. Um, and they, they basically have some some lessons to learn about themselves in order to get off. Um, but yeah, in the last season, there are these two characters. This is the first time and the only time that two characters end up on this on the train together at, um, the, same time. at the same time, and um, each character gets like their own sort of like number, and their numbers for these two characters are tied together. So I'm like, oh girl, it's giving Starcross Lovers. It's giving like <laughs> it's giving um, romance, even in love that. But there are these two main characters, Ryan and Mingi, who um, are you know they are they 
basically were best friends, and then they like grew apart. Oh, falling out. Yeah. yeah falling. Oh no! Remember they had a, like a whole falling out. Yeah. Where they, like they did. Um, like a like a whole falling out. And it was a and it it's uh, so many moments where like where like Ryan and Mingi are supposed to perform for the first time together or whatever, um, because they're trying to start a band. And like when he when he blushes when like Ryan like you know is like happy for him or like gives him you know gives him the chicken choice choice Judy shirt, and I'm just like, girl, this is so gay. gay. This is <laughs> gay, like. Gay. And so there's so many moments in like that final season where like they really have it shows to, up. They really have to like navigate their relationship with each other in order to like survive the train. And it's 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 very it can be kind of heavy sometimes. I get a little emotional. So um, yes, but, I think the first season and the season with Lake. You know what? Actually, all three seasons. I think I think I cried all four seasons. The third I think season every took season. Me out. Because that one was a lot. <laughs> yes, the third season, and then watching Homeboy like Ooh. get against. I oh. I was hard. I really wanted yeah. to redeem him. I really feel like that's hard too. When you realize that like these are about like some like so uh, everybody on the train like also isn't grown. So like some of these are like children. Yeah. So like some of these are like I feel kids like they're who, they're teenage to like maybe like early like nineteen something. Like right. That. So like you get like like I think the the what's her face not the, the one that the one that's lakes uh. Lake's, Lake's, Lake's Reflection, um, the original. Tula. What was it? Tulip. Tulip was like 14, 13 yeah. when she got on the train. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> stressed. Like, these are babies getting on this train and trying to, and, like, and you know what? And as, you, as proven, like, you could get stuck on the train for a You can get time. stuck. You can die on the train. You can. Yeah. Um, And, like, what makes it even, for me, a little bit more intense, right, is that, like, it... It, it's not a it's not a metaphorical way to like uh, it's not like a metaphor it's not like a metaphor for therapy but I think it reminds me of the way for me like it reminds me I statements it reminds me of how um I feel like therapy can be beneficial even if it's not from like a therapist so the like girls I, all some therapy. right so right I'm like so like I think that like. It, it reminds me that, like, sometimes, like, yes, therapy is super important, and, like, the girls should be going, but also, like, if you can't <laughs> afford it, like, the way that, like, the tra- like the train was, like, this, for me, metaphor for, like, a mirror for, like, your self-image, for, like, like I feel like, you know, when I think about community and stuff, especially, like, for me being a black queer and black community with other black people, mm-hmm. like, I am regularly getting dragged for doing things that I should <laughs> actually do. I am regularly <laughs> getting ran for hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> Most recently, the most vicious read was maybe a month ago, and I had a whole breakdown because of it. But, like, oh. I realized that, that like, those kinds of things, like, don't, like, you don't heal in a vacuum. Like, you don't heal on your mm, own. Like, I think mm-hmm. healing comes yes. from like, a communal space. So, mm-hmm. I'm, like, watching the Infinity Train get all four of these, six, well, five, sorry, five, if you count, um, what's it called at the end, the two characters at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, all five of these characters together and yes. reading them for filth. Like, yeah. it's a like- thing. <laughs> I feel like that's what's kind of, that's what I also like super enjoyed about the last season too because I feel like that one specifically where like Mingi is kind of just assuming that Ryan is the problem or that like Ryan Girl. is the one with shit to work on and Girl. the gag is that the reason why their number is going down is because like Mingi is also like dealing with some things that he's not like you know facing um so I feel like, you know, Infinity Train, even though, and, you know, um, 
I do think that there is some understanding to be had about like, um, especially when some of these shows get canceled or they don't get, you know, I don't want to talk representation. about representation. I don't want to talk about have it. have to because it's just like, pissed. you know, I would love to see like more of these characters show up where like, you know, the creators it's of Sunny Screen had more okay. plan, but like. It- things get canceled Girl. and things whatever so i'm also like when the girls are very appa- apparently gay and like being very we don't last queer, it definitely we don't last. last so pretty much almost every other every other thing we have to talk about pretty much got the axe because right. of how queer it was actual um, Girl, wait because kipo got the axe um, the universe got know. the axe. I don't know if it got the. I don't know if Kibo got the axe. Well, Kibo, well, then that, that, that was the plan. Only but make it definitely out didn't get as much like promotion as it definitely should have got, and it should have. Kibo is an amazing it, show. Kibo is a phenomenal show. So um, I. Do we want to say what it is? Um, right. Okay. So Kibo and the Age of Wonder Beast, because it's not just called Kibo. We just lazy. Yeah. Oh, we just lazy. <laughs> um, so Keep on the Age of Thunderbeast is a show about this girl who has a very specific ability um, to technically, well, not yet. Like, she has the ability to do it, but she doesn't, she doesn't have control over it yet. So essentially, they transform into, like, another, into, into an animal. Mm-hmm. Um, a very specific animal. And so, basically... I was going to say she lives in, like, a world that... Oh, I was getting there. Oh, like a post, ahead, it gives It gives post-apocalyptic for it me. It definitely is giving that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it's like this post-apocalyptic world where, like, an, like the animals in the area are able to talk, they can communicate, they speak English, like, they mm-hmm. are, like, yeah, so, like, mm-hmm. mutants are, like... Yeah. It's, giving, it's giving personification. Um, <laughs> and personification embodied by, like, you know, it's a real thing. So, mm-hmm. um, this particular show, like, I love Kipo because, first of all, the people that voice these characters make me so yes. happy. okay. Come I on, almost lost it, it when Sterling K. Brown showed. Like I knew his voice, Sterling K. Brown, and the guy from Oh, and, and Dion Cole. <laughs> Dion Cole I, and Sterling I Brown. I didn't realize it was Dion Cole at the first. I girl, <laughs> I when I, I I remember the first the first episode, I heard Sterling K. Brown's voice and lost it, and then later on in the episode, um, the character that Dion Cole voices came up, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's Dion Cole. Yeah, and I remember being so excited. I'm like, how did they get Dion Cole's <laughs> <laughs> to, to to play this chaos show? I am happy and excited at the same time. I was so excited, um, because like those are two people, specifically Sterling K. Brown, who mm-hmm. really just they really do it. The acting is Chef's Kiss and everything. Yes, um, absolutely. and Dion Cole is a fool, and he fine. <laughs> uh, I can't. But like the the queer like the queer characters in this show are very, to me were very actively queer from the beginning. Yes. Like there was no question that like you know what? Okay. I'm gonna say there were characters that I knew that were already gay, but there are a couple of characters that I had questions of. Mm-hmm. Or, or like I've been questioning. Um mm-hmm. so like I knew Benson was one of the girls. One of the girls. Love Benson. Right, we love <laughs> We love Vincent. Um, I knew that she's one of the girls. But like Scarlet Man, for example for example, Scarlet Man is like coded as a flamboyant gay character, but Definitely you don't that. get a confirmation or a denial. Definitely and I'm like, that. because of the fact that he sac- you know, does a thing and sacrifices himself, um, you don't necessarily get clear sort of like design- on that. Right. Um and I was Wolf is another one who I was like, ma'am, ma'am. It's giving little lesbian. It's giving. Ma'am, it's, it's giving. giving <laughs> it's giving. It's giving that. 
Um, and I and I also say like Kipo is one of the shows that like definitely did this sort of like um, portrayal of like exploring or like actually having a conversation of that like is thoughtful and wholesome between you know when Benson like comes out to um, comes out to Kipo um, and you know it's it's not like a super dramatic thing um and it also sort of like turns your expectations of like you know like Kipo is thinking oh he's being nice to me or like whatever like that must mean he likes me or like whatever sort of right and where they like turn that on its head and it's just like no like we're besties you're my good Judy um and also I was like what right Kipo was like so you don't and I feel like that's when when people's expectations were like yeah these characters can also just be friends and also like you know you shouldn't assume that these characters are straight or like they have to be in a relationship because they're you know they're a boy and a girl in this group together or whatever like all of the sort of what I feel like is more stereotypical um now in contrast in contrast, mm. Shira did that. I don't know if you were able to even start Shira or get into I watched Shira. Some. Okay, I so she, thoughts. girl. Okay, <laughs> so Shira does this with obviously Shira and Katra. It's where like lesbians for me? It, absolutely. You and where the cat? Uh, the cat. Yes. So maybe she doesn't count, but she gives me spicy (laughs) white at best. Continue. She's a cat. (laughs) Continue. Go. Go. Uh, Her name is Catra. I know, but I'm still just like it's the vibe. It's the aura for me. It gives me white lesbians. Go ahead. Um. So like, okay, they like they also did this where like, um, like Shira does the opposite of what Kipo does in the sense that, like, so there are there are two, so there is a gay character, but, like, the gay character isn't the character I think that everybody thought it was going to be, although, because I have a gay daughter, I picked up on all of them, and I think there were other characters who, sh- who should have been gay, but were not. You know I was, who I thought I was gay, and then wasn't giving it? Okay, Bo. I haven't watched, yes. Bo. I was just like, is Bo one of the girls? So, okay, but now here's, what, here's the thing, he's not. But and I know, also I know can, that him and Glimmer end up being a thing, but like, yes. I'm also like, huh, this feels it felt forced, accurate. Like it feels forced, feels like kind of not because because no because Bo to me is coded as not gay, but he's coded as queer. Like, he's not he's definitely he's not coded, coded as, as a gay, queer person. Yes, he's coded as queer. Glimmer to me is coded as like lesbian, mm. and so is Shira. Now Catra is coded to me. Get into it as trans. Mm, mm, that's a word ain't it and so like <laughs> oh, like another person I don't know how far you got but like did you get into like Marmista and like Seahawk and like the other, I other did, characters yeah. okay Seahawk is also a person I thought that was gay mm-hmm. and I feel like that was a, that was, cause like Bo is like very impressed by him and it's very like it feels it's, like oh I found community like it gives right. like, oh I found and somebody Seahawk I look up to also like very, Seahawk is also very like very slam, ma'am, screaming, um, singing his sheet, sea shit, girl, all see, over the damn place, see. girl. Like what the? Fuck? I thought Shadow Weaver also gave me stud. Shadow Weaver does give. Mm. Who is the voice? Because she for Shadow, you know yes. who that is, Lorraine Tassan. You know who that is. Yes. Oh my you know god! I was like, I know who this is, and it makes me like feel things, and I don't know. Yes. Yes. You have you that know is my exactly mom. Is. Yes, I love her so much. 
Oh, more more voice work for her. I love that. Uh, please and thank you. That is a moment. Please and thank you. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm I'm only just like navigating the Shira beginnings, and for a while I was averting. Uh, you know, had an aversion because I was just like, girl, I'm tired of the white gaze. I just something for us, please. Um, but and my like I haven't watched a whole lot of cartoons. I feel like this year, aside from like. I don't know. I feel like in the past, like in pandemic times, it's been Kipo or like Infinity Train and I you know what's funny? I so I'm I'm currently rewatching um I'm currently rewatching uh Steven Universe. And oh, yeah, that's right, a I, journey. I shouldn't. That is, I shouldn't. <laughs> Especially um, now in these depressing uh, times. <laughs> I don't know. Because Steven Universe can take you under. Like, I don't, I don't. It can't. So, uh, you know what else? Wait, before I get to Steven Universe, you said uh, like other things I've seen. I watched Luca. Oh, yes. Luca. I did watch Luca. And they also claim he wasn't gay. But okay. All right. Okay. No. Somebody because- lied. Oh, update to that because there's going to be like a Luca. Okay, first, let's talk about what it is. Luca is a Disney, Disney, Pixar girl. Actually, I don't know. One of them, I think one of them things. I, think I mean, it's Pixar. Let me check. I'm going to look it up. I'm I don't fucking know. I think it's a, my, okay, it, my it is, bet is a Pixar film. It's a Pixar it film. It's a Pixar film. Ah, look at me. Oh, okay, wait, sure. it's a joint film between Disney and Pixar. I mean, Disney be owning them niggas, so it's the same. I mean, yes, but I was trying to be nice. But I was trying to be specific, but okay. It's a Disney so, and Pixar. <laughs> Luca is a Disney Pixar film that came out this year that is focused on this, like, young um boy who is a, he's actually, what would, like, a... What is the term? Like, I guess a sea. They call him a sea monster. They, I mean, everybody else calls him sea monster. I don't know if that's derogatory. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But he's he's like a sea a sea person. He's a mer person. Okay, mer person. Um, and so, uh, but they have the ability outside of water to transform into people. So him and his family are sort of like stationed. You know, they live underwater but on the coast in this particular um uh coastal town in Italy. And so um he, you know, it's giving a little bit of the little mermaid like he's trying to see what's good, trying to explore. And so when he goes above the surface, he meets Alberto, who is also a mer person who has been living on his own um oh, as my heart. A human. And so, you know, my we know heart. You you know we know that uh, the Pixar girls it's it's for the kids it's for you know yes. the yes. the young folks but I also feel like there's nothing wrong with like having some wholesome you know gay <laughs> relationships or whatever what have you with um the portrayal of that in 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 storytelling that is also for younger people because. Younger gay people exist. Like, yes, not, I mean, I, I existed. <laughs> right, I existed. We didn't just pop up out of nowhere and as this fully actualized queer entity. Like, did you not. know? <laughs> and so, I feel like the girls will try to say that Luca is not gay, but it's definitely queer coded, especially the ending. Like, especially um, the goodbye. Like, it's giving very much that. And so, I would also say that Luca has a short film 
um, that is going to be coming out that I think is called Chow Alberto that's coming out in November. And some of the girlies, some of the folks on TikTok were like, girl, if they make, if they make like Luca or Alberto like straight in a short film, I'm a fucking flip a table. Because so like, why? Like, who are y'all trying to play with? Luca and Alberto give me gasties. Like, um, what's her name? Julia gives me lesbian. It's <laughs> straight lesbian. Complete lesbian, not confused, complete lesbian. I feel like, yeah, like that's, that's other, another important point where like some people have, will say like, ooh, like, you know, young people don't need to see this or like we're protecting their minds from whatever the fuck. And it's just like, girl, like, you know what? They go see gay people like walking down the street. Like they are. And, and, and as we as we come as we get into a realm where like people are realizing who they are like at a much younger age, like you you could be going to like second grade with with some trans kids, like right. And, and, and like, wouldn't it be helpful to like have something that's help helping to start the conversation about right. like people around you who are different? Like I don't know, I don't know. But like not just that, if someone had so like I okay, so I when I was in school, um. I like when, I, like when we first got in that, like we first got in that in schools. I was in like maybe fourth grade, and there were no child protection locks on, like oh you know, on the internet yet to keep you from like from doing things like going on social media, looking up porn, whatever. Mm-hmm. So people were calling me gay in like third, second, and third grade, and I'm like, what does this mean? Because I don't know what it means. And I'm like, now that I look back at it, I'm like, how did those kids know what it means? But I assume shitty parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so like. Which isn't bad, but like I'm sure that the concept they used it in was was uh was offensive because mm-hmm. they were calling me mm-hmm. to be they were calling me gay to be offensive. To be, yeah. Um. So like when I was like I I had I googled gay and and was like and it was like you know two men who like each other and I was like oh You're like girl is that me I was like it's me it's <laughs> me but then I but like and then I spent, I, I feel like I spent the rest of my life up until twenty like up until maybe my like my mid twenties trying to understand like. Like I never saw myself, so like, I had to figure it out. I had to guess. I had to try to. So like, like right. I like there were no things that I could look to societally, and even like outside of society, like there was nothing I could look at. You know, from media to 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 see myself in. Even now, I am twenty eight years old. Will be twenty nine in December, and have never really seen a mm-hmm. black, fat, queer, Asian person on TV mm-hmm. who is not a punchline, a joke, or who is like they're black but they're light skinned, or like they're black but like. They're not like their partner isn't black. Like, there's always mm-hmm. something around the blackness mm-hmm. that, like, the shrouding of blackness in these, any particular, in media and in you know shows and stuff. And so, like, if I were a kid and I had seen myself and known and known what would that look like when before when I was younger, I do not think I would have had such an identity crisis growing up. Right. Right. If I had known that it was normal to be like that, and and that's the thing too, right? Like we say, if I had known it was normal, but like a lot of folks did not see homosexuality and queerness as normalized or being normal. Mm-hmm. So like I'm talking as if it's normal to other people, but the reality is that even now in 2021, it's not normal to folks to have queer to have queer relatives, to be queer, to have queer folks in their spaces, to like Girl. give us opportunities for like to to exist and to be comfortable and to just fucking live and to have these jobs and to have things like like we're still arguing about Girl. simple things that we should be getting. When when the mouse and Cartoon Network are like canceling the Steven Universes and the Owl Houses, I um and into, watching into oh my gosh, uh, watching Steven Universe get canceled, um, it's very much like I don't. First of all, I feel like Steven Universe was always gay. Like that was always a queer mm. show. Like yes. I feel like. 
you know, like whatever. Never, not ever. Whatever vitriol they may have (laughs) gotten at the point where like, um, I think it's really, it really came from when when Ruby and Sapphire have their wedding, right? Which is Um, so beautiful. It was very beautiful, but I'm just like, the girls were giving queer since the first the very first time we met them, we saw them. So it I was just, like, like, don't know. It's just like Pearl is obsessed with this woman. Like I don't know what. And, and there's no. And you know what's so like what annoys me the most mm-hmm. is that like even now, like I always argue that Stephen isn't straight either. And mm-hmm. people are like, no, he ended. Like I had a whole argument when I had a social media, um, like back in like, like a year and a half, two years ago, um, on Twitter. No surprise, um, because <laughs> I was the place like, for these arguments for the gutter, gutter snipes. I don't want to go back. <laughs> um, I was it was on Twitter because I was like, I feel like even though it's never explicitly said that Stephen could be queer, like mm-hmm. I don't like if he does not read to me as like he's never read to me the entire show was straight and not because he's emotional not because he cries it's mm-hmm. because of the way he handles himself and how he carries himself and like again the coding of some of these things that he does yeah. and some of his actions that he takes during the show and um just, and just like being this young person who's like navigating trying to understand who he is is like very much and also none of these gems like if, it, if they tell you like in, like in the beginning like the first couple episodes of the first season like gems do not have genders right exactly so like the idea of gender to them is a foreign concept like they don't understand how gender works and even when they do get a better grasp on it you know season four steven universe i mean steven universe future like they still are not uh, adhering to any of these ideas of gender norms right right exactly like when they fuse together what are we calling that (laughs) when pearl and when pearl and garnet fuse it is such a sensual, like very intimate dances with each other. No, no, no. When Pearl, bro, you remember like the flashback where like Pearl and Pearl and Rose do do their first like fusion in front of Greg, and Pearl is very much right. like, trying to give. I'm definitely making you jealous. Like this, yeah, my, she, oh, this my girl. Like, yes, she was <laughs> serving so into that. Like Greg was oblivious. Like, he's straight. <laughs> Greg was like, oh, this is beautiful. They're just two close friends. I like, and there are even times too where I was like, I don't like, I don't think that if I'm being honest, I think a lot, like I never thought that Lars was completely straight and people were like, oh that's God. a lie. I oh never thought, I didn't think Sadie was straight and when, and when Sadie had her oh non-binary God. partner, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I was right. Like, um, Although, I didn't I think Sadie and Lars's relationship is something I tragically stand. I really wanted them I to figure it out. I wanted them to no. figure it out because I love them both, but I think it's it's okay to love them separately. Yes, and I and I was really disappointed, like not in like, I, okay. So I, I wanted think, them to like work it out as friends. Like I know they like put a band aid over it and they were like, uh-huh, they did. We're okay at the end, but they weren't yeah. really okay. And I no. was like, damn, like y'all couldn't talk this out. But, and like, you can, Lars but you can just, tell. like, goes back off to space. And right. Like, yeah. You can tell that Lars was, like, say, like Lars is, I think, so he lied and told Steven, so he didn't lie. He told Steven he wasn't upset about the fact that, that Sadie had, a, like, had another, had another partner. Like, he very much still had feelings. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, and I feel like, now Sadie, now let's be clear, Sadie may really be over it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sadie may be like, I have spent the last three years, four years, five years running after Lars, and he has treated me. And 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 she, in her defense, she's not wrong. Like, Lars has been like a terrible person to like, in, like right. to be to interact with in that way. Like, if you are mentally mm-hmm. have feelings for Lars, you have feelings for a brick wall. 
<laughs> because Lars doesn't, doesn't have, have the, range. the range. He didn't have the Lars range. Lars doesn't have the range. But like, I never know. thought, I think a lot of the characters that we were introduced to, um, to me were never straight. They were never cis either because again, these, the, like these, like these characters, these gems don't have genders. And I feel like there would have, if we would have had the space for more Steven Universe, we, I feel like there, there could have been more like conversation about like who these characters come to be in between like Garnet, you know, um, Garnet, Pearl, Amethyst, Peridot, fucking Lapis, like all of them. Also, there's so much more that Peridot and Lapis know about them. Peridot and Lapis were in a relationship. I don't know how dumb. I don't know how stupid y'all were, but Peridot and Lapis were in a relationship. Definitely, were giving that also. Um, Lapis Lazuli loved her some Peridot, and that's really what it was. (laughs) And that was and and when and I remember like the episode when when they found the just like when they found the um the diamonds were coming to like um Earth and. And Peridot lost it because Lapis Lazuli packed their house and belongings and left. Yo, dead ass. I I'm mean, like, left. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and Peridot was Who in the bathtub. Okay? Like, Peridot was in the bathtub for like an episode and a half. Like, I'm not coming out of here. Bro, and you can't make my me. My girlfriend left me. I really gave Literally that. packed it up and abandoned our house. Like, and not abandoned our house. Took our house with house, her. Took the house with her. Bro. She took the whole house with her. Was like, good luck. Yeah, what? I definitely would have liked to see more with Steven Universe. Um, I feel like I feel that way with like the way the girls, and this is like I think this is the last, um, the last part of the discussion. But um, with the way, so the same treatment sort of happened to the Owl House. Um, the girls have not explicitly said, but. Um, the Owl House is a series that was created uh for Disney. Um and it follows uh this girl um who um basically fall I don't even remember how it originally happens, but she <laughs> falls into um she falls into this magical realm um called the Boiling Isles and um meets Ida the witch and basically is, you know, gonna she's first of all, the whole time she's supposed to be going to summer camp, which I didn't remember until I like rewatched the beginning and i'm like oh so your mama thinks that you're going to like summer school or some shit and and she's just off gallivanting in the boiling aisles but you know so she lives with ida the owl lady who is a super powerful witch that don't be taking anybody's shit and we never had time in a minute because queer coded from the moment i saw her bitch but (laughs) but um uh lose um also uh you know gets into a uh queer relationship definitely didn't it was it was also very apparent to me that Luz was not straight um but at the same token again not that the mouse has owned up to this but uh the owl this nay hey the owl, the owl house will not be uh producing i think this this they have they have episodes created for like this um series three like season three but um after that i think that's pretty much it they just have specials made for season three um even though the creator was not planning on 
ending the series there. So, you know, take with that what you will. But Well um, Well Yeah. So I feel like it's it's another example of how, you know, a lot of these shows, like where do you find <laughs> the the representation where like, you know, the girls the girls really can't even give you you know, be as out and in the open with these storylines and such, um, for fear of their their project being canceled and their shit being pulled. And I'm just like, how is anybody supposed to? Right. I think what makes me even more upset is that, like, I like I. So again, like, there are a couple of um, YouTube shows I love. Shout out to like the two. So like, Love at First at First Night is a YouTube show that was amazing. It was about mm. two black men. Two black gay men who met each other at a party and get together and decide to date after they have a hookup. Oh, that's after cool. they have a one night stand. Mm-hmm. It is a really good show. Um, but like again, like that's a, that's an independent, like an independently based project, yeah. and so it's like it's really hard to to. Like, I'm like I'm sure at some points it's really hard. About him is another one. Now I don't particularly bang with the people that used to make about him. I'm not particularly a fan of like their their other stuff. But about him was so wonderfully done. And the first season specifically was so wonderful. But Brandon Carson was so wonderfully done, and like it, it was great. But again, independently funded. Um, again, I'm yeah. Giants. Giants. Um, his name has got to be R.J. Bird. I have got to make sure before I before I get up here and laugh. I mean, it's fine. Um, but Giants is a, is another show. Um, that like had oh J.R. Bland. Oh, it's James Bland. Um, Jr. is like uh, um, Jr. Uh, Giants is another show that got that was like amazing on 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 um YouTube and then like got picked up somewhere else. Um, mm. and ended up winning an Emmy, but like it, like it is initially like like it's such a good show, right? Yeah. And it is. I feel like I always want to say like I want us to like start supporting our own folks doing the work, doing the creating the things that we want to see. But it's also super hard when you're a part of a community that we always broke. Like <laughs> we always broke, and like we never got no money. They never got no. Like I mean, it's hard. Like, um, and so I really am. Like it's, it really is difficult to, to like how like how do we keep seeing ourselves? Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh the big the big question. Um, I was going to say before we go into the next uh, part and we take a break. Um, if there are any sort of final thoughts that you have about what you watched, um, what you hope to see, you know, um, yeah, any any final words from you about this? No, I would say that if you have not seen some of the shows we mentioned, mm-hmm. um, get into them. I specifically recommend Keep on the Age of Wonder Beast. Um, watch Luca because it's cute. If nothing else, say, Luca is yeah. cute. I would um, definitely say watch Luca. Um, Infinity Train is also one. Um, and if I did, say, it's a great time. I also cried. Um, true. Oh, Infinity Train is heavy. So, so have a show that you like. Have a cleanser show, as I call it. Uh, like you know how you watch the difficult stuff and you take a break and maybe watch Bob Burgers in between. Yes. So like burgers in between. Yes, watch Bob Burgers in between. Or you know, um, whatever <laughs> show you get into, something because you don't want it. Um, um, yeah. 
Well, look at us. I guess we're going to go ahead and take a break after these. Well, take a break and we'll be back after these messages. All right. So you're sitting on the couch and you're wondering, how can you support some black queer folks doing some dope shit? Well, look no further because Baldwin Second Generation is here. Our goal is to create black queer spaces and offer support through community building. So if you're in a giving mood, buy us a fleet at ko-fi.com forward slash Baldwin Second Gen. Or if you can't donate, follow us at Baldwin Second Gen on Twitter and Instagram and find us on Facebook at Baldwin Second Generation. Now, let's get back to our scheduled programming. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> the kids can't take us anymore. <laughs> the children can't what take us in this car. What kind of cackle is that? Oh, that's not cute. That's no. <laughs> Girl, give me Drag her. Anyway. Drag um, me. Drag me. Oh, God. All right. So we're up to our next segment called Girl I Guess, affectionately known as. Um, and where I have gathered some topics of uh, discussion um, happening in the pop culture realm that yeah. I know Tyrell doesn't want to talk about, but we're going to talk about it anyway for y'all. I'm being bullied. Like. Right. <laughs> Um, first, starting off, um, with the trifecta, we're kind of going to breeze through this because, you know, I gave all I could give when this was happening, but, um, since we have last recorded with y'all, the VMAs were a thing, the Met Gala was a thing, and the Emmys were a thing, sort of within the same, like, week, within a week or two weeks of each other, um, so it was a lot of shit going on. Um, some highlights that I can throw out there, and Ty, you can um jump in whenever there's something of interest. <laughs> and say what? <laughs> I, if there's something of interest to you, bitch, I don't know. But um, so the VMAs, I will have to say that I only caught the cute clips and the great gowns, beautiful gowns, because I don't care about the VMAs, but. Um, because the girls are not really that interesting and such, but who I will say is amazing. And if you can go watch, you should watch. Um, Little Nas X gave a wonderful performance. Oh, Chloe. Um, yes. Uh, Chloe also, I'm here for the blacks. Um, I'm here for everybody black. Giving here for everybody black. Chloe gave, um, a solo performance of Have Mercy and Have Mercy, my Lord, goodness. have mercy. Woo. Um, sis was feeling it. Um was. also say go check out Normani. Um First of all, Normani and this um is life changing because Um I wanna know if Normani is one of the girls because I don't know I don't think she, I think that the, I, don't I can feel see like she's one of I the can girls see but I can it. see it. And I just Yeah, I don't know if she's right. Oh, the children would go. The, the, the lesbians, the studs will have a They'll fit. They'll be so happy. Great. <laughs> so happy. Um, yeah, but aside from that, um, Little Nas X also won Video of the Year for Montero, Call Me By Your Name. Um, some other shit I don't care about. Um, oh, Doja Cat and SZA won Best Collaboration for Kiss Me More. 
I mean, it's catchy. <laughs> it's it is so catchy. catchy. I will say, I'm sorry. I, I listened to Doja Cat in private. Um, and you so just told all of the right. social media. That's all right. Because I, I care about y'all. I care about y'all. So what um, I'm hearing is you don't you don't need to listen to Doja Cat, but you Billie, did. Billie Eilish won a best Latin song? What is that? What, what Latin song does she do? Is she what? She's white. Okay, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't follow good. her. I don't, I don't follow her. I don't, I don't either, but I'm just very confused. Um, Yeah, so all of that happened at the VMAs. Um, moving to the Met Gala where nobody knew how to dress um, appropriately <laughs> for this theme. What was the theme? The theme was like, it was, it was giving like America. It's oh. America, American wedding. Oh. I don't know. And an oh. American, American wedding. wedding. <laughs> okay. So the theme was like America fashion, American fashion. My immediate thought, because I am a nigga, right. is mm-hmm. it's giving baby fat, it's giving apple bottom jeans. I How also. Tense. <laughs> okay. If it were me, if I'm just saying, if it were me, I would show up in a very dramatic, like the world's biggest bonnet, like the world's biggest puffer coat. Like I'm giving avant garde, but like nigga, like with a with a apostrophe Here's, over the I'm, A. Like, so I'm very perplexed why none of the blacks did that. I don't get it. Um, I would have given homage to someone else who was a black American that had been silenced. Ooh. Um. So I or like a Black American who isn't well known. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have. I feel like a th- few people did that. I think. Um, what is her name? The one on on Gronish that can't actually act. Yara. Yara. I think she did an homage to either Josephine Baker or Dorothy Dandridge. Or- I thought well, I, I I did see. So I didn't see very many photos, but I saw hers and I saw Rihanna's, which I'm. I don't oh, know girl, we gonna get to that. Um. But like, yeah, I saw hers. I'm, I'm like, oh, this is. I, I think it was Josephine Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, somebody could have did the woman who's based off of Betty Boop. Like, there were options. Like, so many you could have something. Oh my god! Like, like I would have been like somebody. So I saw on Twitter, somebody was like, Rosie the Riveter would have been dope. Mm-hmm. The woman, the woman that they based Rosie the Riveter off of was a black woman. Mm-hmm. Someone should have rolled up in there with their headscarf on and their arm <laughs> puffed out. Like, what's up? And that would have really been it. Mm. Um and I was like there were other people like to think of like Barry Rustin I might have pulled out like uh something for like you know a Marsha P Johnson situation like mm-hmm. somebody like a, a Lorraine a Lorraine Hansberry moment like we could have did something so many other um, things and the girls didn't do it and none of that happened yeah so I was disappointed um I liked a few things though I like Lupita's look it was giving a jean situation I know it wasn't Lupita. for everybody but I liked it. Um, I think little little Nas really is doing a fashion a fashion moment. Um, and I appreciate that he does that with every appearance. Um, it was giving like oh, it was giving like multi like multi. It's like choose your fighter sort of situation. Like he showed up in three <laughs> different outfits, and you know what? I feel like at least there was an effort. It wasn't on theme, but I like that it looked good at least because that's more than I could say for a lot of other people. Um, Ooh. Normani was great gowns, beautiful gowns. Um, wasn't on theme, but it was beautiful. Loved it. Um, that yellow sort of like ensemble. Um, the streets were like Zendaya, where are you at? But she said, I'm not showing up. Um, Tessa Thompson was always beautiful. Um, always looking fine. Love that. 
Um, and we can get into, we can go ahead and get into your girl, um, bad gal Riri, because thoughts, thoughts and prayers, because. So Rihanna? Yes, because, mm. okay, so the streets were waiting, the streets were waiting for her to pull up, and she pulled up. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna go in on the outfit, because, you know, I don't even know. Let's say, um, underwhelmed was how I felt. Um, it wasn't giving greatness to me. But then, then she shows up with this man. She shows up with ASAP Rocky, and I had to be reminded, wow, this is still a thing. This has like been happening for a while. Is she's not packing it up? I don't. I'm a little concerned. But you know what? You know what? I I can't keep saving her. I can't. He never apologized for what he said about dark-skinned women um, and how he's continued to be pro- problematic in any other sense. Um, so I don't I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, but uh, the streets were very upset that she showed up with that man. Um, and I'm just like, hey, that's that's your girl. That's your sister. Uh, not only is she not giving you an album, she's, she's going to keep showing up with him. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that was what the Met Gala had to offer. And then the only thing really that I would say about the Emmys, um, because not enough Negroes won for me, um, and that's always and already a thing. Um, I just, I heard, so I also heard about the girls getting out here and showing out. Um, about them not awarding the girls and not giving the girls their things. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a conversation to be had about what does it mean where, like, oh, they're finally, you know, they're finally nominating, like, the MJ Rodriguez's. Who deserved? And they're nominating the, they're nominating the girls, but they're not, you know, like, awarding people anything. I think, I think, uh, dang, I I feel like I forgot. Um, actually, no, if we get into, like, Michaela Cole, I think is, like, the first Black person in a while to win or, or maybe ever, first ever, ever to like win this award um for writing for a series and it's like why is that <laughs> you know and it's the fact that they are still first and it's the fact that like oh they're gonna they're gonna like put you know i feel like they're putting more black people and people of color they on so on the the ballot or whatever, but that's right, but our, but our, yeah. If, if we're not winning, are not winning. If the girls are not in the writers' rooms, if they're not getting the, the opportunities, they're not getting paid more. And like, not, I'm also you know, confused. I'm confused because I'm also like some of the folks, like some of. I, so I've looked at some of the categories, and I was like, some of these categories, the black actor was far better, far far more superior. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we talking? Like, what are we talking about? And it's just like um, who are the girls in the academy that, have- or like there are there were as always they always they nominate things, and I'm like, I've never heard of this movie ever. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not being shady. When did this come out? What year was this? I'm gonna be honest wrote with this? you. Like, what? The crown cannot slap that much for it to win every single everything. I'm. I like my fair share of white drama and white nonsense, <laughs> but I am not that concerned about I, the white British Empire that I would say that 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 show is. So here's the I don't thing. know what's going on. I don't know. Well, I think the woman who won the like who won. I think it was like best actress or like best supporting or best something supporting like that. Actress. Was she the same woman that's in um that plays the mom in uh sex education? Mm. 
And the way that the girl, that her in that role is amazing. If she is that good in that role, I don't know what she's giving to the crowd. I could feel it. And I know it's giving. I know someone else. I don't know that woman's name who is also in the crown, but I, I I know her face. I don't know her name. Um, and I'm just like, yeah, I get it. And also like my only real interest in anything that might happen with the crown is like the new, like, you know, princess Diana development that's happening. I saw coming now, like everything else, like all of this other shit. I don't care. (laughs) Like, I just don't care. So, you know, I don't know, but I would like to see, I just feel like all of these things feel very circumstantial when like people are not giving people the opportunity to like, and, 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 and if we even look at like Michaela Cole as an example, like the fact that Netflix tried to like play her, you know, for a million dollars and tried so to keep the rest of her show. They tried. It took it took Michaela Cole like holding on to her property and not signing on with Netflix because she wanted to keep her IP. And also, you know, the fact that um, you know, she got a bigger deal with HBO, um, for her to be able to like, you know, be able to create what she wanted to create with I May Destroy You, on top of the fact that it's something that she created out of her experiencing something in her own life. Okay, so like the fact that first of all, Michaela so as a person who's also experienced sexual assault, having somebody get on stage now her speech was not for for was not if you were not a writer or you're not a person that writes, I would say arguably her speech was for creatives. Because she said it's for writers, but I was like, I think a lot of people create things. Yeah. So, like, when I, when she was like, you know, to be silent and still, and I'm like, okay, she's talking to me, but I asked her for all of that. (laughs) But to donate, but to like, but to like give, like, like to to nod up sexual assault survivors and folks who have, who have, who have experienced sexual assault or sexual, like, violence, like, Mm -hmm. get, like, dedicating your award to those folks on national television as a black woman is big. And like, not only that, I may destroy you is such a, I'm not, now, now, granted, it's not above critique because there are some critiques. Mm-hmm. But overall, the show, watching that show for me was so cathartic. Mm. Because I don't think, like, I've never gotten a chance to, I've never said anything to the people who have violated me, and I've never had an opportunity to really work through that outside of therapy. So, like, watching a show like that, that gave me space to 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 feel like, like, to be angry, but to also be sad, and, like, mm-hmm. to also to also feel my own feelings. I think that sometimes when you have experiences like that, as again, I statements for me, I was numb for a, for a while. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have sex. I didn't want to be intimate with people. I just was like terrified of every little thing. And like, it was nice to see um, a person like Michaela Cole specifically, like write out this story where like, in the end, everything is not tied up and everything is not perfect, but there mm-hmm. is an understanding and like, there is some sort of, like, like it's just, it was very freeing. It was very cathartic. It was very freeing. Mm-hmm. Um, very much and deserved, right? Um, and it, and it. to like to like watch someone write that, like, because I can't, I, I can't imagine. Like, I know, like, yes, we do a podcast. And yes, I built a ball with second generation, right? Like, like I had, like, I, I, I created these things, but nowhere in this space did I ever, did I, did I, would I ever talk up, like, make space, like, would I ever be able to do what Michaela Cole did by writing the show? Mm-hmm. 
mm. about it. I don't know if I could write a show about it and mm. give you eight seasons and a treatment and girls trying to walk in. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I can't. I don't think I have the power to relive. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, so for someone to put their own trauma on the line to give us a story that's so poignant and well told and intense and honest and ugly at times and shady at others and emotional and tearful, like, I needed to see that. I needed to see that. Weird. Um, so well deserved, and other like I said, other black folks. MJ Rodriguez definitely deserved an award. Y'all can argue with your mothers. She and you know what else she carried? Let's argue because she really did carry a, a lot. Like I didn't. Okay, so I didn't. I didn't finish. I stopped watching Pose after season one because it wasn't working for me. I, I also don't like Ryan Murphy, so mm-hmm. that's the thing. But MJ carried. MJ Rodriguez carried that show. A lot of it fell on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. Not all of it, but a lot of it fell on her shoulders. And I want to mm-hmm. argue about it. Because it's, it's true. It's real. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Let's um, move on topics. What other topics you got? Because I um, can sit here and drag the girl. Okay. I mean, that's perfectly fine. If you felt better <laughs> in the spirit, that's okay. Um, I wanted to uh, put out for the girls and the gays, because I feel like it's important, um, that Adele is coming back. Um, Adelian? Yes. Shout out to Kim Fury. Oh my god. Sorry, go ahead. I'll come I will come back to that. Go ahead. Oh my god. Um, so <laughs> Adele is coming back with like a new album situation. So um <laughs> I don't I actually feel like I just saw today um the the re- I don't know if this is a song or if this is the I don't know if name? This is a single or if this is um okay it's the upcoming single so her her single called easy on me is coming out on october 15th um she put out a teaser today um and i'm assuming that this is the this is like a single from this upcoming album to be tbd um but yeah um it's sad girl fall we're ready to cry um kind of already doing it right i'm I'm already crying (laughs) already crying but adele is showing up just in time um i was gonna say i can't really think off the top of my head what my favorite adele song is um my instinct tells me chasing pavements um with girl i so chasing pavements in my top three so many bangers um but one of my one of my faves um rumor has it and uh oh um fire to the rain also comes up so it said fire to the rain close enough um but i'm also wondering is this adele album gonna give us any patois is she gonna be singing in patois um because I don't know, if, you know, we all remember her her situation earlier. Was it this year? Oh my god! When she went to, we're trying to Okay, no, incorrect. We're trying. Incorrect. Um, when she decided um, that she was gonna go to a carnival, <laughs> and I'm laughing because Kid Fury and Crystal had covered it on, on the on the read, and like <laughs> it was like, and put on his head, head girl. Adelian took me out. Oh um, god! And so every time I see Adele, every time I see, I'm like, I just all I see, like is, to all I see that is Adelian. All oh I see is, all I can see is your girl Adelian, and it takes oh me out god. every time. And I was, <laughs> <laughs> oh 
bitch. Oh my god. Um, I'm weak. Okay. Anyway, moving forward. <laughs> going on. Um, we're gonna celebrate that. Uh, there or just you know acknowledge. Um, that that R. Kelly guilty verdict came back. It did. You going to jail? Nigga. Okay, that way. All right, you are going to jail forever. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> I will believe... see you <laughs> penitentiary. Um, so, um, I think as of now, he's kind of like he's trying to like argue or plea uh, to give up more other niggas who were involved with um, wow underage kids. I don't know. <laughs> What that's the, I don't know what he thinks that's gonna do for him, girl. He said, if I'm going to jail, all of you are going to jail. Okay, he's oh trying to God. drag everyone with him. But um, yeah, R. Kelly has been found uh, guilty on all counts. Um, all counts. Jail. So, you um, going to jail. Yeah, racketeering, um, as well as sex trafficking and the such. Um, he faces ten years to life in prison um, for these I... charges. Um, and yeah, that's it's giving a lot. So, you know, I'm I am I am working on my abolition on being on being you know, a, a joke. I'm, I'm working on it. Where I really have to. I really have to talk to myself and be like, right. I'm like, but what does it look like? Like, what, like I know that people talk about getting rid of jails, getting rid of police and I'm here for that. And I also can do, be, do a better job of researching the ideas around abolitionist work. Cause I, I know people personally who are doing that work. So I feel like I'm even more raggedy cause I ain't doing, I'm not, you know, <laughs> not I'm not doing the thing. To figure out. Right. But I do think that like, for me, granted, I don't, I'm again, I'm against jails and putting folks in cages and prisons. It does feel good to get some justice served for some of those, for those girls. Yes. Like, for those, and, and then I many of these, I was going to say many of these people have like been, you know, they've been dealing with and, and fighting for their own justice for a long time. And, you know, R. Kelly has just been like in plain sight, just rolling <laughs> under the radar and, and working with a lot of people in order to be able to do so. Like, what does it mean when, like, he's facing racketeering charges for all of these people, like his managers, you know, people that have been involved with um, his brand that enabled him and, and actually, like, you know, created um, instances for him to be able to continue to cause harm, cause harm and also working with the fucking police. Like, what is that girl, for, girl, for <laughs> niggas that weren't girl, doing anything about girl. this and knew, actively knew for so long about and there the were so like, I mean, I remember that documentary and how many of those people sat there and were like, yeah, we knew, but like, you know, you he know, was, he paid, I, like, yeah. I, oh, and I was whatever. like, so all of y'all sat like, by and let him, and let him do the things he did. And then got upset when people were like, I want justice for my loved one or, or my loved one wants justice or the person that I was no. harmed by him and I want justice. And why very quietly, why it's kept, not Bill Cosby. Oh, opening his eighty-seven-year-old oh rapist mouth girl, to talk last, about something. I, sir, last I, drag I have not, to this situation. Not because girl, you opening your mouth, your old ass. Who asked? Who you got out of jail on a technicality after you admitted that you drugged, that you date raped those women? I just, can't. I don't want you to open your mouth to do nothing but breathe. And even then, need him to crawl into a hole until and shut up and shut up, shut up. Um, but solidarity <laughs> with 
uh, victims everywhere. Um, survivors everywhere. You know, and so, yes, survivors everywhere hoping for uh, peace. Um, and yeah, just. Um, if y'all can, get a cocktail and celebrate because yes. you deserve, because yes. that bastard, that bastard innovated law enforcement. And, we love girl. Um, and let's he ain't got celebrate. no money. So he ain't got no money. So let's celebrate. Bro, um, Keisha. Bro, broke. Keisha. Speaking of niggas that ain't got no money, the last oh, no. topic that we have. <laughs> I mean, I'm not talking about you, girl. Like, no, no, I mean, the second was real hard. I was like, dang, who broke? Because it just happened real naturally. Um, But this is the last thing I have for us today. The U.S., okay? The Treasury, um, Treasury Secretary, Janet this sounds Yellen, warned lawmakers <laughs> that the federal government will likely run out of cash and extraordinary measures by October 18th. That oh. is... Uh, two weeks away. Well, less than two weeks from now. Oh. Um, unless Congress, <laughs> unless Congress raises the debt ceiling. Um, now but I just think- no. Didn't we just okay? Now let me get this straight because I just yes. I just saw AOC on Twitter and mm-hmm. on, like dur- during this um during this, this congressional whatever thing that happened recently, crying because she voted to abstain. They did from giving uh-huh. Israel money while yes. the other other de- a couple other Democratic girls voted. I believe voted mm. voted against it. Mm. However, yes. I'm trying to understand how you have money to give to Israel, who of, of course free Palestine. We, we definitely believe that that is gen- yes. that is genocide. about to argue. Right? Yes, yes, we're not about to argue with you about that. Israel is trifling, and we all know it. I'm frazzled because you have money to give Israel all by like, billions of dollars to to, to fuel military. I really don't know their military, but you don't have money to make sure that your people here and like our debt. See, like, girl, <sighs> what country um, do I live in? It's ghetto. The hood. How much um, do I live in? You know. Um, so yeah, excluding yeah, I'm just uh doing my Googles right now, but it's looking really ghetto. Um press secretary uh secretary trans secretary treasurer girl, whatever your name is. She noted that the government's daily gross cash flow excluding financing averaged nearly fifty billion dollars per day over the past year and has even exceeded three hundred billion dollars. Um, so the girls oh. are very much in debt, and I would just like to say that y'all shouldn't be asking me for anything because you better I talk got it. to Joseph. Don't ask um, me to let me hold, you know, nothing. Can I get? Can I? May can I, I borrow five dollar? Five dollars. I no. got it, and you don't. Very clearly, very that y'all niggas ain't got no. Very money. that Joseph, um, Kamala. Miss Girl, y'all owe me Kamala, reparations. Kamala. Kamala. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all owe me reparations. Y'all still owe me a couple of stimulus checks that I ain't get. Also, um, can we get into the fact that like you also you, y'all also owe us um free education for all because your pl- one of one of Joseph's platforms, education. if I recall, was How about him was about him eradicating right, was about him eradicating student debt. All of that. He has almost a year into his first term of presidency. Didn't do any of and that. didn't do any no of the things. No universal health care, no universal income. I know love it. I just heard so not me having some type of, of some type of uh Top of the blogs, whatever it's called, crap. Um, <laughs> I just heard or read somewhere um, that Sally, the, who is it, Sally Mayer, one one of the loan Navient, one of the loan services, Girl. is like it's like done servicing loans, and so like they have to redistribute like over um, like I think it's like a million people's like loans or something like that. And I was like, wait, so instead of just canceling the loans that come from Navient, you're going to find another loan service to service them. Yeah. I'm gonna tell mm-hmm. you something now. You tell Joseph. I'm not paying it. And if any of you come for me, 
why not pay? Like, I ain't paying it. You better look. You better yeah. call your. You better call. Uh, better call Tyrone because make him with good hair. Um, because I will not be paying for any of my coin. I was for any of speaking, that. Just speaking on that as an extra thing. Um, if the girlies are hacking into Facebook and whatever, hack hack, into this girl. Hack these federal student loans. I know y'all can do it. I now I, do I, it. I thought about this too. I was like, I'm really, I really truly believe that people who are hacking into Facebook and doing these type of things are not American. Like, and that is, and that, that's why I feel that's like their priority, you know, their priority is not us in our education system. They're like, girl, I was coming over here to but, mess things up and leave. Okay, all right, but let, let me say, if you're listening, right, the girls would be so mad. They would just be so angry, you know? Like, the government would be in such a tizzy if, like, student loans were erased. Oh, my God. Like, like it would make them so mad. And you here's the gag. You, like, <laughs> you should you do laugh. It. No, you, you make it, like, <laughs> you say they wouldn't be, but, like, we've been arguing about people, like, paying their, their, their uh, student loans through a pandemic. Girl, like they were going to have people not have checks and not have jobs and still pay their bills. And I said, We gonna see, we're gonna see. Oh, I said, No, I looked at them and was like, Oh, I don't care what that says. I won't be, I don't have money to pay you. And even if I did have money to pay you, reparations, you're not getting it. We ain't got it. So you can tell Joseph what they want to tell Joseph, but I won't be doing Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, um, that that wraps it up. That was the last of it. Um, I do want to add one. Oh, go ahead. Oh, my God. You actually actually have some news? Wow. That's crazy. So, I know that there is some strife and beef around the fact that Aaliyah's Aaliyah's music is now available on streaming platforms. Um, But I am going to say that I am so happy because I was a huge Aaliyah stan when I was younger. And Aaliyah's self-titled album came out in 2002 and I was a huge... 2001, 2002. I think it was 2002. Um... But I was a oh one whatever it was. It was early thousands, and I was a huge, huge fan. And so, getting to listen to like when I was a mm-hmm. kid, like I listened to self titled all the way through, and it was like Aaliyah self titled. Wow. It was I no, no I skipped yeah. no songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came back to it, and it's still like that. So I'm I know the girls are salty, but I'm happy to see that her music is for streaming services. Mm-hmm. I know her brother is upset. Um, and the family's upset because the, the father took, I mean, the uncle who got the rights to the music put it on streaming services yeah. and they didn't get no coin. But I was like, what you're not going to do is shame listeners and folks who supported, who, who are Leah fans. We can't fix that. We broke like you. So I don't know what you want us to do about it. It's terrible oh and tragic. God. And I hope you, find, I hope y'all get justice for like, like, you know, her name and get some money and the things right. you deserve, but don't come at us for that. Um, and, I mentioned Little Nas X earlier, but again, the album dropped. You okay. girls need to go listen if you okay. haven't, um, yeah, you because we all deserve. We do. Um, um, but yeah, that is about it. So yes. let's pack it up and wrap this thing up. Uh, <laughs> so vulgar. I, don't know. I didn't God. know where I was going with that, but uh, <gasps> this is the end. Maria. <laughs> Right. The language was dramatic. Um. So, do you have any final words? Any last um, things you'd like to say? Last thoughts? Yeah. Um. Maybe I'll just say, you know, damn. I'm trying to see if I could say something. I feel like different than last time. Um. Don't let the government try to run a scam on you. Mm, yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, I know that it's getting hard for people 
Um, the girl said they're ending unemployment. They are doing things. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But I feel like a lot of the things that we need to be uh, mindful of is standing in solidarity because, you know, these niggas ain't got no money. So what the fuck? Like, who's talking to us? (laughs) Oh no, wait. Um, Okay, wait. I just found something that says that Joseph signed a bill. So unemployment. No, he signed a bill apparently to make to for, to, to hire the uh the debt the, debt ceiling. the debt ceiling. That's all so we got. Is apparently, how does that fall back on us though? The government. Girl, you know That's why I don't work in politics. Right. <laughs> I can't. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But yeah, don't let the government scam you, and also you know create the queer, uh, black queer joy that you want um in your everyday life if you're making that comic making that web series you know we need to see it very much so um and don't let anybody tell you any different make them characters gay girl you You heard um yeah that's all i have what about you um i'm gonna say Mm. i'm gonna say um have good orgasms Okay. Uh, I'm gonna always say mind your business. Why do you um, say it with so much? <laughs> because I feel like so. I, <laughs> because I feel like even though I said la- the last, you know, last month the girls still don't mind their businesses. Um, and I'm also gonna say to really love one another and you know s- support each other. I think um, I am going through my own emotional spiritual crap, and one of the mm. things that has come out of that um, mm. is me trying to make sure that I cherish those folks in my corner um, instead of worrying about things that I have no control over. Um, So I am actively trying to work on pouring into my folks that are still here and who are still loving me and that I still love. And I encourage everybody to do the same. Yes. Love that. So I think we're out of here, right? Yeah. Um, (laughs) We gonna see y'all after the retrograde. Retrograde! Bye, bitch. Bye.